Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, that was a hell of a timing on the return there for the old rooster. Had to make the long walk to the bathrooms here at Odyssey DC. Yeah. And had to get a big old cup of ice in my show some natitude souvenir cup that I got at a game last year. It's cute. I just keep the cups, right? Run them through the dishwasher, what have you, and use them as drink cups. Yeah, because we don't have drink cups around here. And then everybody uses the same coffee mugs and homie don't play that. (laughs) Homie don't play that. Okay. Not happening. Not happening with the rooster. So I'd rather bring my stuff back and forth as much of a pain in the ass as that is. Look, I don't blame you. Yeah, exactly. So I'm a little parts. Uh, I may give you some to try. Anyway, we begin our number two, uh, Linnell Willingham, uh, with us on this Tuesday, normally with us on a Wednesday. Doc will be in Wednesday because he had to work for Coach Sheehan uh, earlier today. So we will have that covered for you. Are those numbers you have in front of you? Uh, these, these? Yes. No, no. <laughs> okay, but, okay. But... <laughs> Okay, but here's what I'm going to tell you, all right? Yes, because you did promise me a number. I, I did. Um, so so here's the deal. Um, before we get back to the calls, and and I don't want this to get into an elongated conversation right now. Oh, you know it probably will. I know yeah. it will. But Aaron Oster, who used to work here at the Team 980 for a long time, is now the media relations and marketing manager at Circa Sports in Las Vegas. He's also Kevin Sheehan's podcast producer, uh-huh. and he does some wrestling writing work, and he owns his his own podcast, uh, Jobbing Out Show, uh, with um, uh, with AJ Francis, the former WWE superstar, and uh, and and former Redskin and Terp, and so on and so forth. Anyway, Aaron Oster's been around forever. He now is in Vegas, doing a good job. Uh, again, very into gambling and all that stuff. So I asked him. This, um, I, I thought about this during the game yes or during the games yesterday for whatever reason, and and you know me, I'm not a big gambling guy. Mm-hmm. The Commanders opened up as 13 and a half point dogs to the Cowboys this Sunday. We still don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be. We know that the Cowboys, with a win, and that's the only thing that matters. The easiest scenario. They would clinch the NFC East because the Eagles have crept in their pants too many times down the stretch here. To say the least. The Cowboys opened up as 13.5-point favorites last night at about mm, maybe 6, 6.30. Now, no, I took a look on BetQL, which, in fairness, Odyssey owned and run, operated. You should check them out for all your gambling uh, information. They have great analysis information, obviously great audio and video content, all that. Uh, BetQL.com, you can get a membership uh, or, or registration, whatever. They had the spread after it initially opened at 13.5 on BetQL at 13. And it's jogged something in my mind, the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Opened as 13 and a half point favorites against the Commanders. I think that was before the 49ers Monday night debacle against the Ravens. 
But they opened as 13.5-point favorites, and I believe they actually went up to 14-point favorites by game time, if I remember seeing that right. So, And I, I promise I'm getting somewhere here with this. So I said, hmm, that's kind of interesting. It's unusual, right, that a team would be home dogs two consecutive weeks, opening at 13 or more points in each of the two weeks and the opening line. <laughs> I know right? where you're going with this. So I asked Oster, I said, hey, man, I said, do you know when the last time this happened? And I was expecting him to say, I, you know, two years ago, a year ago. Like, I, I just don't put a lot of thought into opening lines. They don't mean much of anything to me. It's more of a public perception thing than anything. So Oster, like within 45 minutes, comes back and says, um, where is it here? I just had it. Um, so the last time a team was 13-plus point home dogs in consecutive weeks mm-hmm. was what year, would you say? Just if you had to guess. 20, 20, 2011, 2013? <laughs> wrong and wrong. Not even close. Way before that. I mean, how long has sports gambling been around? I mean, I'm going to make it simple for you. The last time a team was consecutive week home underdogs by 13 points or more. Home dogs by 13 points or more. Like the commanders are for the 49ers and the Cowboys. The year? Were you even born? Yes, you were born. You were two years old. 99? Uh Three years old. 2000. The Cleveland Browns. Week 15 and 16. We've seen winless teams like the Lions. We've seen one-win teams like the Browns since then. (laughs) We've seen horrible teams. The last time, two consecutive weeks at home, a team was 13 or more point dogs on the opening line was 2,000. The Commanders are Back-to-back home dogs against the 49ers and the Cowboys, 13-plus points. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What does that say about how bad we are? It says we're atrocious. I mean, one of the most atrocious teams of all time. It says they need Michael Penix, right? Or Jim Harbaugh or John Harbaugh or any Harbaugh or Jack Harbaugh. Hell, pull Mama Harbaugh. Uh, Just don't take the Michigan special teams coordinator who is a Harbaugh. He was terrible yesterday, and so was there. No, no coach. No coach. And you're not a hardball, by the way, so you can't come back here. The Michigan special teams, bad. Bad, bad, bad. Only reason that game was close. Not because of any other reason. Not because Jalen Milrow's awesome. Not because Alabama's Alabama. The only reason why that game yesterday was close was because Michigan's special teams sucked beyond suck. Yeah, it was horrible. It was maybe even worse. Maybe even worse than the Commanders. That was one of the worst special teams performances I've seen, considering the big spot that they were in. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to have that be nearly cost you the football game, and ultimately what cost them was the old Nick Gates issue. The old center couldn't get the snap up. Chris yep. Bama on that final play, but it it, it cost it Michigan amazing. probably between ten and thirteen points. Yeah. That game's not that game's not a one play game, not a one sequence game. And uh, there's all this controversy about well. Did Alabama and Milrow, did they miss the swing back uh, in the left flat that was leaking out wide open? And they had, you know, and and yes, it looked like that. But Nick Saban, after the game, was asked about it and said, Tommy Reese called a run play. That was the play we called. Which wasn't and, and a bad play if the no, snap was the snap was, was bad. Good. The snap was bad. The lane and, was and there. The cent- and the center and the left guard got pushed back. But there was a lane to the there left was, side that there he was. could have taken. But a lot of people, you He's know, the the, the, the Twitter scientists uh, and the and the football coaches on Twi- that mm-hmm. live on Twitter, all thought it was an RPO and he should have gone to the swing running. And and certainly I I could say yes. That, I mean maybe that's what he should have done. Either and way. maybe with a clean snap that's what he does. But Saban did not say that yeah. after the game. Yeah. Saban said it was a call. It was the third play they called. They felt good about it, uh, and, and he basically threw Tommy Reese under the bus. And huh. you know, maybe, maybe that's just what Nick Saban should do and can do because he's he's the dictator, he, right? Yeah, he can he do is. whatever he wants. The bottom line is, is 
We don't know exactly what the deal was other than what the head coach is saying and then what all the Twitter uh, film jockeys are basically saying. But the bottom line is, is Alabama should not have won that game. They were not the better team. Michigan was the better team. Michigan gave them an opportunity by blowing at least 10 points or by, by sacrificing, giving up, allowing some combination of 10 missed points or 10 allowed points maybe as high as 13 or 14, so on and so yeah. forth. I wish teams put more emphasis on special teams. I wish we in the media put more emphasis on special teams. Some of my best friends in the NFL, uh, they, coaching friends, are special teams guys. I love them. I love Danny Smith, Ben Cutweek, Richard Hightower. I, I mean, you know, I keep in contact with all of these guys. I love them because it's such a secret sauce part of the game. And yet, nobody pays attention to it. Shows your brains when you got a good special exactly. teams coach. All right, let's get a couple of calls in here uh, because we have kept guys on hold uh, a little bit too long. Let's say hello to Alex and Ashburn in the leadoff spot in the 2 o'clock hour. Alex, thanks for hanging in there. How are you? Hey, Chris, Linnell, I think you guys have the best chemistry in all of Odyssey, by the way. Thanks, pal. I appreciate appreciate you. That's very kind of I've you. Listened to, I've listened to your November 22nd. 22nd segment um, won like 25 times on the rewind. It's, it's, you guys have really good chemistry. Oh, this is wait, um, wait, wait a second. This is my buddy Alex. Um, uh, we, we met at uh, nothing but um, uh, I mean, I mean, at the um, um, gosh, at the Best Buddies event with yeah, the nothing hey, but bun cake. Sing- yes, this is single, by the way. Uh oh, uh oh, oh boy. Uh oh. Anyway, let me get down to business. (laughs) If anybody has, um, yeah, yeah, if anybody's got any doubts of Terry McLaurin leaving Washington, all you got to do is um, look at what Safeway did. Mm -hmm. So within hours of uh, McLaurin start um, complaining and whining yesterday, so to speak, uh, overnight Safeway put all of his scary Terry cereal on a red eye flight to the. To, to the back clearance section. Oh, so I didn't realize that. Boxes. Is this you? Oh, Are you Tafbeck on Twitter? Is this you? Yeah, it's. Uh, I put it on. Yeah, I put it on Chris, Chris's Twitter timeline. Um, wow. Yeah. They, they sent him. They Crunch sent to the back on. clearance by the case <laughs> overnight. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's a, I didn't. That's I, I didn't. I didn't realize. Okay. I didn't realize that. Uh, listen. Dollar boxes. Let, let's start with this. Terry Terry McLaurin should not be going anywhere. At least in my opinion. And it's not just because Jacoby Prezet, like, revitalized him a little bit and then even Sam Howell the other day. I mean, granted, it, it was, you know, a short touchdown pass, what have you, but but Terry McLaurin should not be a guy that this team should be moving on from. Now, I know Nell is, like, a little uh, uh, perturbed might be a strong word. Um is ready to set free Jonathan Allen? That- oh, no, 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 no. I'm ready to set Jonathan Allen free. And no one across our Odyssey DC networks are talking uh, about this. No, I, I agree Multiple with Multiple national insiders have come out and said that yeah. John's probably going to get moved this I, I agree with you. And he probably should. Yeah. But I'm not trading Terry McLaurin. No, I'm not. And I, There was a point in time in the season where I was a little bit critical right. of old Terry Bear. Right. And I want to I take that back and let the people know. <laughs> I am Team 17. You are I Team am. 17. Okay. A, a, a scary Terry yeah. night. Buy all that buy all that cereal, Alex, on, on on Twitter, man. I mean, on discount. You know, get it at a good price. I got a <laughs> box in my trunk, actually, you know? <laughs> well, for a dollar, it's not that bad. Exactly. But hey, is, this like a, is this like a Safeway premonition, birds before an earthquake? I mean, oh, what does Safeway think? No one's buying the cereal. Uh, I, I hope <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. I hope you're doing well, pal. Uh, all the best to you. Thanks as always, and uh, I'll, I'll catch up with you soon. Uh, I'll send you a text. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Happy New Year. Good to hear from you. That's Alex uh, in Ashburn. What a good, such a nice guy. Uh, we were doing a Best Buddies event at um, Old Ox Brewery in Ashburn. He brought. He had been asking for a couple of weeks. You know, how, hey, how can we meet? Mm-hmm. He brought. Uh, you know, you know the company Nothing But Bunt Cake. Uh, it's nothing but B-U-N-D-T, Bunt Cake. Okay. It's it's just a play on words, right? It's a national chain. They have, you know, one or two here. Uh, you know, Paulson's brought some in. Um, they have one in Harrisonburg uh, near JMU. That's where uh, Alex brought, you know, his in. He came to the event, and he brought me all this Wonderful, wonderful stuff. I brought it into the station, like the 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 very. Like, well, you only bring food and, and when, snacks when you're when, I'm when not you're here, not here. So, yeah, I mean, I, listen, I can't control was, your uh, schedule. I mean, just just a really really good dude. And he's like an ARCA race car driver. Do you know what ARCA is? 
It's Arca? like uh, I forgot what it exactly no. stands for, but it's it, it's basically a form of stock car racing. So he's a a stock car racing driver. That's how I got to know. Okay. So That's just dangerous. Wanted, living life on yeah, the edge. Yeah, exactly. Just wanted to uh, give him a shout-out. Let's get to uh, the JYD, or uh, <laughs> as some people call him, Rick. What's up, JYD? How are you, pal? <laughs> What's up, Rick? This is JYD, okay? Yeah, okay, JYD. JYD. I got you. All right. Okay. Just like I don't know you that personally, you don't know me that personally. <laughs> I'm JYD. That that's my initial. That's just all my Okay, JYD. I'm just messing with you a little bit. Happy Happy New Year, doggy. Okay, I'm glad you're there, Linnell, because I I know you you talk like you. I heard you this weekend, and you was and you was magnificent on 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 the time that you was on there. I appreciate you, buddy. And also. I know you're a person that, that you obviously have watched Michael Penix. Mm-hmm. Right. Rooster here. Has, I haven't watched has, has, him? I didn't say you didn't watch him, okay? Well, what I mean, I, yeah, I mean I that's the inference you're making. Hey, hey, play, play no, nice, fellas. You, would you, if, you would let people, if you would let people talk, Rooster, <laughs> maybe you would understand what I'm trying to get yeah, at. Yeah, Rooster, shut the hell you up made, and let JYD talk. Okay. I'm turning off my microphone yeah, on I'm my show. It, go ahead. Go ahead. You, may, you, 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 you said today you made, uh, uh, about an emphasis about Michael Penix's Penix age. Mm-hmm. He's only 23. That's, he's only 23. Well, people act like he's 40, and, doggy, so I don't know. And yes, and yes, he has had yes, he has had some ACL injuries. But the guy has recovered. Last night he last night he ran when he saw the opportunity to yes. do so. Yes. He was brilliant. Now, I, what I looked at is is that he is a left-handed dot thrower. He can make all the throws, short, long, intermediate, whatever. He is a better he is a better passer than Caleb Williams. Didn't I say all this? He is a better pass. He is a better <laughs> passer than 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 than, uh, than the kids from North Carolina. Junkyard dog may just be tuning in. JYD. When you look at what how long you have you, at, how long have you been listening to that? The other guy. Hold on, the, the, the other guy that, that we should Rooster. be looking at is he Bo Nix. Also, a great thrower from the pocket. Yeah. Now about Eb be, staying here and 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 being the uh, the, the quarterback, not, not, uh, the, 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 the coordinator, or whatever. No, I don't agree with that. I don't see. I I don't want him near Penix. Because first of all, this guy doesn't believe in 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 in, in, in marrying the running game with the passing game and passing Junkyard game dog. with the Junkyard running dog. game. Can I cut you off for a second? I, y'all got to really look at Go it ahead. for what it is. Maybe Eric Bieniemy was trying to prove a point with how much he was dropping Sam Howe back. Because if you listen to Jacoby Brissett's press conference last weekend, it was very evident that he was sold the bill of goods that he was going to come in here and compete for a starting job. And we haven't talked about that because we don't want to live in the past. That's why I go so hard on Ron Rivera being a damn con man because he lied once again to Jacoby Brissett. All right, That's JYD, appreciate the phone call, and and, and thanks for uh, the, the we, we yelling talk- at me like I'm a third-grade school kid uh, on my own ra- damn radio show, okay? I, I, tried just- to, I tried to shut up as long as I can. Look. I made all of those points about Michael Penix energy. in the first hour. He's going to bring that What's big have- energy. Exactly. Chris Roos is full of that big I Peterson. was bringing that in the first hour. I found out a new bit, by the way, that I'm going to do every time I have a caller on and I'm with you or someone else that I just think he's talking nonsense. I'm going to whisper to you through the mic right. like it's not going like, over the, the air <laughs> and like yeah. you can't be here. I, I was like, does Nell know that he's trying to tell me something while his microphone hey, is Rooster. still turned on? Hey, Master. Master. Oh, I was trying to this talk. I was like, do you know that your mic is still on? Yeah. Rooster. Rooster. Rooster, this guy's full of crap. He might not. He may not have been listening. <laughs> JYD is always listening. He's wrecking Baltimore, wherever the hell he is. <laughs> you don't know him like that. You know what you need to play? You need to play Get Back, Get Back. You don't know me like 221, that. 221, Team 980, Odyssey app. <laughs> A trending alert coming up in about 10 minutes. Uh, more of this boondoggle that is Can a we- radio show. We got to get into uh, 
I mean, we touched a little bit of, of Alabama, Michigan, obviously, uh, and the final play and all that stuff. We got to get into um, we got we got to get into uh, you know all the NFL stuff, which we haven't really touched around the league, and, and of course some of the fallout from the Commanders. What we're saying in the bullpen, I, I want to let the folks in the DMV know who controls the NFL draft. There's one team that controls it. There's one general manager that controls it. Matter of and fact, it, there is one person that controls the 2024 NFL draft, and he's not employed by the Washington Command. No, that is correct, and he won't be. And he won't be anytime employed. soon. And, Maybe and, one and, of his cronies. And what be. he does, and who he does it with, yeah, may long term, forever, affect the Washington Commanders, even if they're yep. at number two, which currently, right now, they are. They are. They have a sixty percent, sixty nine percent chance, according to ESPN Analytics. That means. Nice. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Exchange with the JYD. I was a little mad oh, at him. Oh, he oh. was a little bit mad oh, at me. Sometimes that's going to happen, you know. Not everything's a love fest. Matt, did you? Uh, how did you think Rooster handled himself in that exchange? I mean, he handled himself as about as well as he could. Yeah. I yeah. mean, a rooster in a junkyard dog in a fight. Oh, the rooster's going to kick some ass. Woo! Woo! Don't don't bleep with the rooster, baby. I'll go for the jugular. <laughs> Cock a doodle do. I've got claws. I'm going to put them around your throat. <laughs> your throat. <laughs> your throat. And squeeze the life out of you. Put them around your throat. <laughs> and, squeeze the living hell out of you. And again, JYD is mad That you called me him Rick. Okay, so that I me- called him Rick because he's Rick in Baltimore on Chia Show. Okay. It's the same damn guy. That, what did I say my, my word for 2024 you like, was? You, you, like, you like WWE, don't you? I love WWE. <laughs> well, as I choke up. On my diet ginger ale. I wouldn't say I love it. It was it's something that it molded me to what I am today. All right. A couple of months ago, they had this guy, Elias, right? Oh you, you know Elias, yes, right? Yes, yes. Uh, with the beat. singing and all that. Uh, he was out because of an injury. Yeah. They bring the same damn guy back, <laughs> and it's supposedly his long-lost twin brother, Eugene, or something Ezekiel, like that. Ezekiel, I think. Ezekiel. Ezekiel. There you go. Not Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott. Ezekiel. Ezekiel. See, you know. <laughs> It's the same damn guy. And everyone knew it was the same damn guy. Well, that's what Rick and Baltimore and and, and JYD are. He said, get back, get back. And he was just mad at me Uh for calling him out on it. And mad at me because I had the audacity to say, hey. Sound the alarms, by the Uh way. National Football League news. Uh Uh-oh. Jets and Dalvin Cook agree to mutually part ways so we can sign with a playoff contender. That's interesting. Who would be the Cleveland Browns if they get Dalvin Cook? Woohoo! I mean, no one wants to well, screw with Cleveland. I mean, man. Baltimore's also lost. Bal- How many running backs? Baltimore? 
Oh, I mean, that could be a game changer, you know, man. Because you can't trade boogie. a guy. You can only mute, you know, and he's been yes. out of favor from, I mean, you want to talk about a weird ass situation there. Well, they, they missed. Yeah. Brees Hall was not supposed to come back. Right. As explosive as he did. <laughs> well, but even when Brees Hall was kind of getting back on the train. Yeah, he was already. Yeah. He, he, Dalvin Cook was not being used. No. Right. Yeah. So he probably should have stayed in Minnesota. I mean, he's not going to go up in Buffalo with his brother. No. Maybe. I, no. I mean, yeah, what role why? would he have there? But Baltimore, Baltimore is, for sure. is a Melvin pretty good Gordon's fit. Melvin Gordon's getting carries at this point. So. Who? Melvin Gordon's yeah. on the active roster. I mean, so. uh, I mean, Kansas City, Pacheco's back, so I don't think that's a Pacheco's fit. Pacheco's running like someone stole something from him, man. <laughs> he runs so I'm, angry. I mean, he can go Baltimore, Miami, A-Chain's fine. Uh, obviously, Mostert. I would say Baltimore, Cleveland. I, I can see. How about this? How about two ex-New York Jets leading the Cleveland Browns? Wow, Joe to Flacco. the Super Bowl, Joe Flacco. And uh, another one, just to throw out another uh, Cook landing spot: the Rams. He'd be a good one-two punch with Kyron Williams. <sighs> Would he get enough run with Kyron? I think they're two I mean, different Kyron's types of just, backs, but Kyron's a monster. I know. He's just a bell cow at this point. Yeah. I mean, he's just kicking everybody's ass. These young backs, man, I'm telling you, they come in, they run angry, and they have yeah. no fear. They haven't I mean, got the 49ers, I mean, McCaffrey did bang up his calf on Sunday. He did, but. And Kyle Shanahan said after the game, because I, I was in the press conference, Kyle Shanahan said, look, if the game this Sunday against the Rams meant anything, C-Mac possibly could have missed it. Hmm. Like, all the NFL insiders are labeling it as minor. And I'm, I think he'll be fine three weeks from now when they play right. a game that means something. But right now, I, I don't know how minor it is. And, of course, anytime you do something like that, you know, you, you risk, again, a re-injury. So maybe that's, maybe that's another fit. Maybe that's a, a, another possibility. But that's, uh, that's interesting. All right. I want to get back to the calls in a little bit. Uh, as well, I also want to get to some of the fallout from last Sunday. Ron Rivera is going to speak at 3 o'clock. We might find out who the starting quarterback is yeah. for this Sunday <laughs> against the Cowboys. I want Nell Nell's opinion on that because I think it is an interesting argument that you can make either way. Let's first do a trending alert. All right, so you have the NFL news there with Dalvin Cook uh, going to be let go from the New York Jets. Also this, Kenny Pickett of the Pittsburgh Steelers denying rumors that he refused to dress as a backup to Mason Rudolph, uh, who's playing actually pretty well uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers the last couple of weeks against the Seahawks on Sunday. Pickett was ultimately inactive uh, despite being designated as questionable for the game. Uh, Talked uh, to the media on Tuesday and said, that the reports were false and, quote, attacking my character and how I am as a person. So you got some controversy there. Meanwhile, former Redskins offensive coordinator and now longtime Rams head coach Sean McVay, whose team has gone back to the playoffs this year somewhat unexpectedly, making a promise in a media show that he does on a weekly basis that he will indeed return uh, to the Rams sidelines in 2024. And again, they finish up the regular season with the San Francisco 49ers. Meanwhile, the Caps back in action. We're going to break the losing streak in an unfortunate one, 17-11-6 against the Pittsburgh Penguins, 18-13-4, 7-30, the puck drop. From PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh, you can hear it, 106.7 The Fan, and as well, the Odyssey app of the Caps Radio Network. And that's what's trending. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. should be the starting quarterback for the Washington Commanders this Sunday. Ron Rivera is going to speak at 3 o'clock. I don't know if he's going to announce a starter. Last week, they tried to play some cloak and dagger bullcrap 
when everybody knew it was going to be Jacoby Brissett. This week, I think it's a little more in question because Sam Hall, Hall, Sam Howell played pretty well in the first half. He did <clears throat> much, much better. Now why? the second half was a little bit of a debacle. Can you answer why though? Why uh, do you think he played better? Why do I think he played better? Yeah, it's the most baffling thing, and I'm kind of with you and with everyone else. I'm finally waking up and smelling the coffee. I mean, what the hell has Eric been calling? Yeah, the first three, the first three plays, all passes made no sense to me. One incom- uh, two incompletions and one short completion made no sense to me. On the second drive, which I think was the sly field goal drive, if memory serves me correct, they actually started running the football, and I think they ran it like four out of six times to start the drive. Yep. And that was the series they got the big Brian Robinson run, followed by the screen on the very next play to Brian Robinson. I think it was like a combination of like 42 yards, something like that, somewhere in that range. They finally got the offense on track because they started running the ball. I think <laughs> – I think if you look, right, I mean, Howell's final numbers were 17 of 28, 169, one sack, you know, a touchdown, two interceptions, certainly nothing impressive, certainly nothing to blow up your skirt. Now, the 42-yard throw and catch to Terry McLaurin was sweet. That was the the play that this team, this, you know, they've given up so many explosive plays on defense. That play's why he got the job in the first place. (laughs) Right, but they have not hit anywhere near enough of those, right? Hardly any of them. Can I ask you this? Yeah. If Sam Howell doesn't hit the big completion to Terry McLaurin last mm-hmm. year in Week 18 against Dallas, does he get named the starter? Because that was his big highlight throw of the, of the evening, and it feels like it skewed the way we looked there at was him. An, there was another throw that he made that should have been caught by, I want to say, Diami Brown in that game. Down the sideline, similar throw, long distance. I, I'd have to go back and double-check my notes. Yeah. But there was another throw that, again, sh- that, like that should have added to his mix and added to his total. I think, I think the fact that he only made one bad mistake in that game, and the fact that Ron had failed at every other option, every other way, you know, inheriting a, a first-round pick in Dwayne Haskins, yeah. veteran quarterbacks. Uh, free agent, cheap <clears throat> veterans, trade for a veteran who was on the downside of his career and who Ron should have known better, but he was the bleeping guy and, and you know, all, all that stuff. I think Ron had tried so many different things that Ron was just like, you know what, nothing's worked. I'm going to go with the cheapest option that doesn't cost me and sign a veteran backup, but because I have diarrhea of the mouth <laughs> and I have to leak everything to the media, including yeah. my buddy Jonathan Jones in mid-January, I can't have a true quarterback competition. Even though I, 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 I said, oh, we're going to have a quarterback. And just because I said he was quarterback one doesn't mean he's got the job. He's going to have to earn it. <laughs> Nonsense. It did not happen. I think that led Ron to do all that, okay, and to name Sam Howell the starting quarterback in mid-January when he had no reason to at all in any way, shape, or form. <clears throat> it kind of ruined everything, and, and I thought it back then, and I was worried about it back then. That being said, again, like what happened to Sam Howell before Sunday, I don't know if anybody could have reasonably predicted when you saw a good part of his work leading up to, say, let's let's just call it the second Giants game. I don't think anybody could have reasonably foreseen that coming. What happened on Sunday, Nell, now, good first half, again, he was much more accurate, decisive. They ran the ball a little bit better. Protection was good. I think he got through some of his progressions from what I could see in the press box. I think guys did a better job catching the ball for him. Yeah. That's been a little bit of a problem, right? Some of that on Sam, some of that not. I think he played a little less deer in the headlights. But then what I worry about is what I saw in the second half – Sunday when they started to press because remember they were down ten nothing against yeah. San Francisco and, and they really didn't press drive. and then they came back I think it was the third offensive drive is the sly field goal and then the Terry McLaurin touchdown not the second drive which I mentioned but in the second half as San Francisco then got out to a twenty to ten lead and they're driving to make it twenty to seventeen he makes a bad throw bad read the Charveris Ward kind of jumps a little it's you late. know the pass is late and a little bit to the that's the problem the inside right yeah. so my question to you is before Ron maybe makes an announcement at three o'clock 
We know what this game means yeah. for the Cowboys. We know what this game means for the Commanders. With what you saw to Sam Howell on Sunday, is it an automatic that you go back to him as the starter? Or if Jacoby Prissett is able to practice in full this week and wasn't really all that injured, is Jacoby Prissett the starter because you had promised him a start? How do you process that? I don't know if I made this clear when the initial benching happened. <clears throat> Starting Jacoby Brissett versus San Francisco, to me, <clears throat> if he was healthy, it would have been a mistake. And I wouldn't have really understood the logic. Considering what Ron has said all year long, and I know you you, you talked about the message, the message he's going to change when obviously he's not playing well, but what benefit do you get to me out of sitting him back in making him watch at this point in the season. Meaning were, how? Meaning how. Mm-hmm. The, the time to do this was a month ago. Mm-hmm. If you were going to let him sit back for a game or two and watch Jacoby. Because right. I do think there is benefit to that. But one week of it's not going to do anything. That is something that is a multi-week process. You watch Jacoby for maybe two, three weeks. And ultimately, and, then you can't find out if it had any direct impact right. if there's no games to play. If there's no games to play. So I would have kept playing him. I would have started him against San Francisco, and if he played bad, you could have just benched him like you did the previous two weeks. There's nothing stopping you from pulling him out of the game. And I want to debunk this whole thing that's out there about confidence and, oh, I don't want to break the confidence of my young quarterback by benching him. If he sucks, he knows he sucks, and he knows why he got pulled. If if benching Sam Howell is going to break him mentally, he's probably not the guy. But I also want to say this. Anyone out there who is willing to stick a fork in this young man and write him off for the rest of his career, go kick rocks. There are multiple examples throughout recent history of guys working it out in their second Mm -hmm. act, so to speak, as a starter. Mm -hmm. I think he's got the tools to do that, but he's got a lot of growing to do because as we talked about in the break, the big difference, I think, between him and the prospects coming out talking about Penix and then him and Brissett, he's a, a numbnut upstairs. And I'm not saying that in a disrespectful I, way. I, I, I'm well, saying in terms of what they're asking hard, him to do pre-snap. I mean, it's hard the to wrong say. Word. I'll yeah, walk it back. I was going to say numbnut is, is he, he is not as me. proficient pre and post snap. That's that's fair. As the veteran Jacoby Brissett is, and even Michael Penix coming out. That's fair, but because but of what is they that because do. is is that because Penix has played so much college football, been in you know the different situations? The advert. I mean, he's played in largely the same system. Right, because DeBoer was in Indiana. You know, I'm talking about I'm talking about um, Howell's college system. Oh, Howell's, compared play, oh, to Howell's played different systems. Yeah, right. Though, right. Penix's system is more geared to what the NFL asks you to yes. do than Howell's. Yes, is what that, I'll that's what i So fair. he's going to have an, a jump start and be ahead of Howell coming in. I would okay. So so I would say this. I think Sam Howell has been guilty of maybe overthinking, and maybe that has slowed down his process. Because if you think about it, right, the problem was in a pass-heavy by design, not necessity, in a pass-heavy by design offense, which was surprising to everybody. But maybe they they gave it away in the OTAs when they didn't Didn't run run the ball ball at all. (laughs) Now, training camp obviously changed. The preseason obviously changed some things, what have you. But I think... I think what what I see out of out of Sam Howell is a guy who, yes, his mental processing and decisiveness certainly may not be as sharp as others. There is, it's hard to deny that. But maybe he's too clouded in the head. So that's where perhaps sitting him down on the bench would have made sense and did make sense to me in one way, and and and. I appreciated the fact that they yanked him with like nine and a half minutes left to go in the Rams game and and then put him back against the Jets because that was the right thing to do to see, okay, did that nine and a half minutes wake him up? It clearly didn't, even though he was the victim of some drops and some batted balls and, you know, whatever. It clearly didn't against the Jets. So now the next move was, okay, now we can't start him at all because now we've yanked him two games in a row. And, yes, even though the messaging looks bad, I know you and Grant care so much about public messaging. No, I I just don't like when a guy This guy has had diarrhea out of the mouth. He's had diarrhea out of his mouth for so long. You give him the benefit of the doubt. You call it having diarrhea of the mouth. That's being a liar. In a con man, I don't Russell? think he's. I don't think he's a liar. I just think he says whatever he's got to say, and whatever he feels is the right thing to say. Yeah. And 
I, so I didn't take as offend, as much offense to it as you two did, and maybe others. And I'm not saying you two are the only one. I don't care about the messaging because Ron Rivera, like nothing that he says makes sense. What I care about is finding a way to trigger Sam Howell here. And can moving forward, okay, I thought, honestly, when they announced Jacoby Percent last Wednesday as the starter, that Jacoby Percent was going to start these last two games. At this mm. point, with what I saw in person on Sunday, even though the second half there were a couple of bad throws and a couple of bad decisions, including one inside the San Francisco five-yard line, mm. you know, and the second one maybe wasn't as bad, but the first one was really bad. I think they have to start Sam Howell again. I don't I, see I, why you wouldn't. I, well, <clears throat> I ag- again, because they may feel obligated to giving Jacoby the start, you, being that they promised on, him the start uh, hold, hold on, last week and he got injured. You've been lying to him for uh, 25 know. plus weeks, Maybe Chris. Maybe they feel bad. Yeah, you feel bad. That's what I'm saying. They don't – good stuff doesn't happen to them in this regime, and they always are in the Listen, bad luck situation because they screw people over. I understand. Constantly. Now, you're, you're talking about a, an administration, a staff that wasn't going to start Sam Howell in Week 18 last week. Exactly. Last so year. My, my whole thing I is – I mean, what makes you now. think that they use common sense? They don't use it. Yeah. They There's have none. Horrible so, judgment. It sounds like you think Sam Howell should start yes. and should have started all along. Uh, yeah. I think Sam Howell should start, but why do I feel? And maybe this is just gut. I feel they're going to go back to Jacoby Percet here. If, if I was Jacoby, I'd if tell he him can to, practice and if he's healthy, I tell him to kiss my rear. And I don't think because of that we're going to get a decision announced. I pull a Kenny today. Pickett. I'd pull a Kenny Pickett. And not dress for the game? Yeah, you hear that? Yeah, yeah, I did that during the training. But (laughs) do do you feel me? Like, I think if Jacoby Prissett can practice in full Mm -hmm. at some point this week, and it might not be tomorrow, I think he's going to get the start. Sam had a bad enough second half, and I think they're going to feel some sense of obligation to Jacoby Prissett to start him. I'm sorry. you got to cut it out with that one. The obligation was ridiculous. back when you signed him, and you lied to the man and yeah. told him he was going to compete. And, and, they, and, the, and the relationship they probably, to me should have been fractured from Well, them. okay, but maybe it is. They probably feel some sense of obligation to that. Maybe they feel some sense of fr- maybe You can't, you, go, you, you, you can't be, go bang my you, wife and then tell me the next day, Hey, now. Okay. No, no, you can. But, you can say but look, I mean, you can't do that and then try to go be my boy the next day. I, I understand that, but what, what I already wrong. Okay, what me. I'm saying to you is they probably already realized they made a mistake. They should have realized it before they made the mistake. As they were making the mistake, I was screaming about it, not having a legitimate competition, all of that. As was not I, naming Chris this. Russell. Okay, you were you were all off season saying Jacoby should start. No, never, that's not what I said. I just said I want the best guy to play, and they okay, never did but, that. Okay, but 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 you made it clear that you were not happy that they handed Sam Howell the keys. No, they shouldn't have. And, off of so so may, maybe your argument was more they should have had a competition more than Jacoby should have started. The point is, is they never did any of if, that if, because if again, a, Ron has diarrhea yeah, of the mouth. If this was like a man in like a, the dating scene. Would <laughs> I ain't even gonna get into that? It's ridiculous. So you don't think After they 11 have completions? You, you they don't think, the considering how Jacoby played in the Rams game and in the Jets game, and considering Dude. they named him the starter, you don't think if Jacoby can practice in full by tomorrow? I'm sorry, by Thursday. By Thursday. You don't think, you don't think wants, he's going to start? You don't think Jacoby's fine with what he's put on tape to this point? Against, I'm sure he is. And, and, and is how much valuable is it going to be to go up against a Dallas team in I'm, Week 18 that isn't going to be really playing for that much? Like, they're, no, they're going to win the game. Point blank, period. Yeah, but they, but uh, they're going to be playing. They're going to be playing, yeah, for, playing for the division. a significant yeah. amount. Yeah. I, like, I, this is no freebie for Jacoby or Sam. And what happened? I'm Jacoby, I'm okay uh, let, with let me the ask you this: already put if out. they if they put Sam Howell out there again, right? Which I think would be like kind of the like what you're saying and what everybody for the most part is expecting. And again, all of this to kind of depends on where Jacoby's hamstring is at. I mean, we we have no idea where it's I at. Can't wait but I'm saying January. if he could practice in full on Thursday, yeah. I think most people are just again automatically expecting Howell. Is there <clears throat> is there any benefit? For Jacoby, as a free agent to be who represents himself to say, you know what? Yeah, I carved up the Rams with nine minutes to go. Okay. I carved up the Jets in the second half. I came back from an injury. 
I want to start. I want to play. I'm a competitor. I want to prove to the world that, yes, the Cowboys needed this game. The Cowboys have a pretty darn good pass rush, a pretty darn good pass, uh, defense, a couple of ball-hawking defensive backs. I want to show what I can do against the NFL's upper tier. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I think Jacoby would want to play. And I think Jacoby should play. And I think Jacoby, I can't say he absolutely will play because I don't know about his injury. But I think he should play, and I think they will allow him to play. Because what happens if you start Sam and Jacoby is active? Remember, he was the third quarterback last week, so he was technically inactive, whatever. He could only play if the other two got hurt, Jake from State from and all that. What happens if Sam Howell goes out there, craps his pants again, and then Jacoby's got to come in and mop mop things up? Eh, I don't want that. All right, we got to take a timeout. I know we'll just keep going and Either going Either way, going. Chris, it doesn't matter who starts. Get me to January 8th. Okay. Oh, I'm so tired of We're talking gonna about these misfits. We're going to get to January 8th. We're going to get to January 8th. We're going to take some more calls, then we'll get to January 8th because Ben Standing's got a great column out in The Athletic. I want to touch on some of the things, and there's a new rumor out there about a potential new president, executive vice president of football operations. I want to get Nell's thoughts on that right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, let's get a quick phone call or two in here uh, as best we can. Uh, let's go with uh, who's been on hold the longest. I think uh, Cliff in D.C. Cliff, how are you, pal? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Foghorn Leghorn. Happy New Year, Linnell. I saw you on Sunday, Linnell, doing Damn. the uh, post-game show. You don't look like you do in Japan, though. Let's try the um, camp. Let's try the camp. He, he looks like a schvelt 210 pounds. <laughs> Don't listen to this. Well, he don't Happy look sloppy, that's for sure. But, um, he looks good in a um, suit, though, doesn't he? He's sexy as hell. Yeah, but um, about uh, Sam Howell and Brissette. Matthew Essig. About <laughs> Sam Howell and Brissette. Wow. It would be a slap in the face to uh, star Brissette this Sunday because he was lied to by Ron yep. Snake Mouth Rivera. You star Sam Howell because he the one that created this Titanic. Let him go down with the ship. Um, and about the, um, the quarterbacks of the draft, I was talking uh, Jaden Daniels at first. Now I'm starting to lean toward Michael Penix Jr. because he played like he's mad because he was the Heisman Trophy runner-up. And usually when somebody loses something to somebody, it just, it just makes them more Trying to um, make themselves better, try to prove themselves. Okay. So adversity. Guys who um, I think we should yeah, get Junior and build the offensive line. Who cares about people saying don't don't necessarily build the offensive line? Still build the offensive line because you never know. Penix Penix Junior may get injured, and we may need to well, put somebody else back yeah. there that's not as mobile. So They're going to have no choice but to rebuild the offensive line because Leno's not coming back, I don't think. Uh, I, I I don't think Wiley probably comes back. If he does, he's battling for the right tackle job, and, and it's not good enough to have Wiley and Cornelius Lucas alone uh, as the plan. And, you know, they got a situation at center. Again, Tyler Larson season-ending injury. And, yeah, Nick Gates has played a little bit better here, second reincarnation, but it's not uh, good enough. Cliffy, thank you. Appreciate it. Let's get Thanks, quickly Cliff. to uh, – uh, let's go to John in Oklahoma. John, sorry to squeeze you here. Got about a minute or so for you. Go right ahead. Okay, I'll make it as quick as possible. We do – if we pick a quarterback, I hope it is Penix, and God forbid if it's Caleb Williams. And uh, But really, man, guys, we, we need linemen – that's who we got to draft, man. We got to look at the best lineman in the uh, that's available, both sides of the ball. Because we're going to lose Allen, and you just named the rest of them. We're going to lose, which don't hurt my feelings. We lose those offensive players, to be honest with you. But uh, you know, it's never going to change. It starts with the line. No matter who you put back there, uh, it doesn't matter. They're going to get killed like he did. He lost a lot of confidence. He, you know, uh, Sam did after about the first five games, and I think he had been sacked twenty-four times or twenty-six times, something like that. Uh, I would lose my confidence about the second game, probably, or the first game, if any 500-pounders coming at me. But anyway, we've got to draft linemen. That's how we got to build a team. And one other thing, the best thing we can really do right now is go offer Dallas's head uh, coordinator uh, from – I can't never remember his name. You know what I'm talking about. A boatload of money. It weakens the Cowboys, and we need him as a head coach because he can Dan, – Dan uh, Quinn, you mean. Yeah. Quinn, Quinn, yeah. yeah, Quinn. That's what we need to do. We need him in here. And get him a coaching, a head coach, 
and he can coach the defense at the same time. And uh, like I said, it weakens our competition, and I think he's the best candidate out there. I don't think we need – I'd love to have Penix, but I wouldn't want him unless we could pick him about the fourth pick, okay? we got to have linemen, man. That's how it's done. And if we could find a Bobby Beathard, oh, my God, we'd be set. Because there was a Bobby Beathard before. There was a Joe Gibbs. I'll get off here. Thanks. Happy New Year, Thank guys. you, John. Thanks for listening, as uh, always, on the Odyssey app. Uh, appreciate you. 258, Team 980. Take a time out here at the turn for 3 o'clock. Eugene's at the podium. Eugene. Ronald Eugene. Ronald Eugene. Ronald, you, you, you started getting me to thinking Eugene Shen. There's a new executive potential possibility name. I want to discuss, get Nell Nell's thoughts on her. Coming up in the next hour, along with more of your calls and reaction. Should it be Brissett? Should it be Sam Howell? What will happen? Plus, we got to spin around the NFL because there's a lot of crazy-ass action going on there. It's just a wild weekend, as usual, in the National Football League here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. You're right. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.